Today in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we are going to be talking about Jay White. Where is he going after losing to the Mad King, Eddie Kingston, at the Battle of the Valley? And where is he heading? Is he heading to WWE? Also, we saw Mercedes Monet, a.k.a. Sasha Bang, do the impossible, leaving WWE, and now she's a world champ. Also, we're going to be talking a little bit about Roman Reigns and Zami Zayn wrestling match last night. Where is this story leading? Is this the end of the bloodline? Plus, we're going to have a little bit of AEW, WWE talk. We're going to have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. We came out here to tell you to your face, you can't get ready for us. No, sir. Oh, my God. Thank you, Kitty. You bad guy. Welcome to another episode of the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One from New York City. And we are here today to talk about the stuff that happened in the last 24 hours or probably less. Um, and I'm and if I sound disappointed, yes, I do sound disappointed because as of Wednesday, I was like with the hope that Jay White. We'll be coming to AEW. There was no ifs, no buts. Because he's going to be in New Japan strong, you know, New Japan strong, trying to make themselves known in the United States and pretty much, uh, you know, plant the foundation as part of New Japan trying to have a, uh, you know, some type of, you know, legitimacy in the United States with New Japan strong. And this was after, what, probably four days after Jay White lost to Hikaleo. And I said to myself, well, at least he could still work for New Japan Strong. He could still go to AEW, still work for New Japan Strong. But as time came by and as time went on, Thursday going to Friday, Eddie Kingston and Jay White decided to agree upon a match. If Jay White loses, he will be no longer in Japan. He can't be in New Japan Strong, New, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the company. And unfortunately, by me hearing this, I said, well, there's either one or two things that can happen. One, you could have Jay White beat Eddie Kingston still be able to put his name in the United States as one of the top villains you know for New Japan strong and and then you could build around him you know by bringing in you know these uh, other wrestlers that do come in to New Japan strong and build him as the top heel well apparently I totally forgot that Eddie Kingston is one guy who loves Japanese wrestling. And he had an interview where he said that he breathes and lives Japanese wrestling. He pretty much said that Jay White does not appreciate the history of Japanese wrestling, of Ricky Dozan, you know, Ricky Chozu, Tasumi Fujinami, Gray Muda, and so on, so on, Tony Inoki, Giant Baba. We could go on with all the legends from japan who at one point wrestled in japan pretty much he was just saying you know i'm not losing i'm going to be jay white and last night i mean i, I was tired i kind of fell asleep in the beginning of spring uh battle of the valley but when i got up i got up on the right on time to watch probably the half of the match between Eddie Kingston and Jay White. And this was a vicious first probably last probably five to ten minutes was vicious between these guys going at it. And Jay White fought a hard fought match where he saw uh you know where he's 
you know, he 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 fought a hard match and he took everything that Eddie Kingston gave him. Eddie Kingston did the same thing. At the end, you know, Eddie Kingston pretty much uh, had to hit him with two finishing moves in order for him to pin Jay White. And that was the end of the Switchblade, old King Switch in New Japan. The King has fallen. And it, no longer you could call him a King Switch. I don't think he could, I don't know if it's his head or his New Japan trademark. But it's sad to see him leave. And the one thing that really bothered me the most was after Eddie Kingston left the ring, you see him. You see Jay White on the floor. He went straight to the middle of the ring with the emblem of New Japan Pro Wrestling, the, the Lion. And he just put his head there. And he was, you know, he stood up. He tried to stand up. But then the way he went out, I, I didn't like how New Japan ended his career. But pretty much I could see this is why they're doing this. It's like a, a, the passing of the torch of the next uh, uh heel gauging heel who's not a japanese wrestler and that is david finley i i don't know why they picked him to take over uh as far as a the guy who um who is now the um who's gonna be the big villain in new japan but then again i saw it why because these two guys started off as young lions in the dojo in 2015 these two guys were the ones who started every match before the big event, there was an opening show, you know, um, in every event. But we'll, I will be talking about David Finley and what is going um, when I talk about New Japan later on. Um, but the one thing I could say about Jay White, this pretty much, I don't say solidifies because we don't know if he is going to WWE or not. But this pretty much kind of gives us a hint that he will be going to WWE. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, the reason I see that he'll probably go to WWE is because, one, it won't make sense for him to go now to AEW and maybe start a few with Adam Cole, what I said last week in my YouTube podcast or my video with him and Adam Cole. Uh, he was the one who got Adam Cole hurt. And Adam Cole's been out. So, but then again, I said, and then I spoke to my friend Mike, and he was like, you know, you know, uh, MJF is the biggest heel in AEW. So he's already taking most of the heat, but then you bring in Jay White. Who is he going to feel with to to bring the, you know, to give the most heel? Unless he's going to go after Kenny Omega, but I don't see that happening because it looks like maybe Kenny Omega and Kode Bushi may end up teaming up in the Golden Lovers because, uh, you know that's 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 probably going to happen. You know, what I'm saying I don't see Kode Bushi in WWE, uh, but I could see Omega and Kode Bushi reuniting as the Golden Lovers. The fact I'm saying that also is because, you know, the the title reign for the Elite with those trios are not going to be long because. House of Black already challenged them uh, this week as the next guys who are going to be wrestling the uh, the elite, which I think still think the House of Black should have won those belts a long time ago before all this nonsense happened over the summer. So you see where I'm coming from. Jay White coming in to do what? You're not going to have him, you know, uh, in the back like you have Miro and Brian Cage for a while and all these people. You can't do that. But then if he goes to WWE, here's the situation that I am not happy because I already see it was going to happen. Now, Jay White coming in, he may come in as the biggest heel. And the only way that could happen if, and I'm going to say if, if Cody Rhodes beats Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns takes a hiatus and the bloodline storyline is over, okay, and Cody Rhodes needs a challenger. Jay White could come in as the biggest heel, and then you could have a Jay White versus Cody Rhodes situation, which these guys never met in New Japan when uh, when King Switch came in as you know regular you know Jay White, you know um, when he beat Omega for the uh, the United States IWGP belt. So with that being said, 
That's the only way I could see it. But if they don't do that and bring them in and have them in the loop or lost in the shuffle like they're doing with Karrion Cross, then we're going to have a problem. Okay? Because I was talking to Michael Jason Rentino, and me and him had this discussion, and we were going back and forth, and I kept telling him, well, if they bring him in, they're going to have him lost in the shuffle. He's going to be the flavor of the month. Okay? Because this is the same thing that happened to Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross was was given his release. He left, came back. They brought him in, and he was supposed to be part of this Roman Reign, Drew McIntyre, few, whatever. And some way, somehow, he ended up not even wrestling Roman Reigns. He ended up getting into a few with Drew McIntyre, where Drew McIntyre ended up beating him in Saudi Arabia in a cage match. So, and now they got him feuding with uh, Rey Mysterio. Now, Sporkedia, which is the biggest joke of a freaking uh, um, dirt sheet, because look who they have there as a podcaster, Vince Russo, who they don't know shit. Okay. He claims that Karrion Crow is going to have a big match. What is his big match? As of thir- as of Friday, I watched his SmackDown, and he is still feuding with Rey Mysterio. And he said it at no disqualification of dot com reported that he is not happy with his status in WWE. Okay. And I could see it. Same thing's going to happen to Jonah, aka uh, uh, Bronson Reed. A big guy, whatever, he's gonna be lost. He if he doesn't win the uh if he didn't win the uh the elimination chamber or whatever, he's gonna be another guy lost. They had a team you know, with the Miz. Okay? And it's and the Miz is not even in, in any storyline because the Miz was at the NBA uh uh skill challenge that he was in some uh celebrity uh sh- show or celebrity game. I mean, and he took a three point shot, which was great, but they didn't count it, but but still, it's just, I still feel that it is a bad move. I'm still going to say that Jay White will now, is probably going to WWE. If it doesn't show up, let me put it this way. This is going to be my prediction. If he, if Jay White does not show up at Revolution on March 5th, he's not coming to WWE. I mean, he's not coming to AEW. Okay? Because that's one of the biggest pay-per-view where people show up. You know what I'm saying? Second of all, if he shows up, I want to look. He's, I don't think he's going to be in WrestleMania. So people are like, oh, he's going to show up at WrestleMania. No, he's not. He's not going to show up. To wrestle who? To wrestle who? He might show up the night after WrestleMania. I could see him coming out there. If he doesn't show up at Revolution March 5th, he's not coming to AEW. That's that's my my, my thing. And if I, I, I know... An individual, what I'm not gonna name him. He was like, "I'll be mad because he's going to WWE." Yes, I will be mad. I am mad as it is now, because I don't want him going to WWE because I know what they're gonna do to him. I seen what this company does to wrestlers, and if you don't believe me, we could do a rundown of the people that that that's been there, and they haven't done shit with them. AJ Styles is the only guy that they ever brought in, and he was able to win. Two world titles, the United States title, the Intercontinental title. He was able to win all those that. The the Good Brothers won tag team titles, one tag team title reign, and they had a match between FCR where Vince McMahon even said, according to FCR, that that was the worst match that they ever had. That goes to show you, okay? They did Shinsuke Nakamura. He won the the, the Royal Rumble for them to try to emulate the Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Wrestle Kingdom eleven or ten. Uh, uh, with them two, um, with AJ Styles and Nakamura, it didn't work out. Okay, he was a he was a heel that, that changed his music, which is fucking horrible. Then he won the contest again. Again, you know, it, it, where's Nakamura? You don't see Nakamura anymore. You know what I'm saying? You barely see him. Okay, it goes to show you Finn Balor, another guy. Finn Balor became the first Universal Champion. Okay. Thanks to Seth Rollins, his carelessness, that title reign only lasted one day. And has, has Finn Balor won the title? And this was back in 2016. So it's been seven years. He's having won a world title. Yeah, he has an NXT title reign, but that don't count. That, that counts like what? That don't count nothing. That's like the TNT title, pretty much. You know? So they, they, they ain't done nothing. They've done nothing with anybody that has come from New Japan. And the way I'm looking at it, it looks like WWE 
is waiting in the wings for any wrestler that's they in New Japan is letting them go. That's the contract got over and they jumping on them. But they're not gonna do nothing. Again, my point proven, Carrying Crows is a great example. They brought them in, they have not done anything. Okay. Carrying Crows is gonna end up like Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin has not been doing nothing. They put him with JBL. That was a waste of time. His career is dead. And now they're talking about they're going to bring in the king of the ring, the queen of the ring, whatever. It doesn't matter what they do. I still say Karrion Cross will still be in mid-car level doing nothing. Getting the wrestling against Rey Mysterio. Why? Why? Why are we even doing that? It's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So my biggest fear is they're going to do the same thing to Jay White. And Jay White built his ass for, for almost seven years to get where he's at and what he has become, a Grand Slam champion in New Japan. And now he's going to WWE in unknown waters, and God knows what they're going to do to him. God knows what they're going to do to him. You know what I'm saying? And the only way they probably could say was because Finn Balor is in WWE, and he was one of the guys who trained uh, Jay White. So we'll be right back with more Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Hi. This is James Rodens from the WNR Podcast, and you are listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. We're back with more Chokesland Wrestling Report. So we're going to talk a little bit about what happened last night in the battle of the valley between Mercedes Monet and Kyrie Zing. Uh, this was a banger. First of all, I got to give Mercedes Monet, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, a lot of props. as She paid tribute to Hannah Kimura. Now, Hannah Kimura, if you guys don't know who that is, she committed suicide and whatnot. She, I think she was 22 or whatever, thanks to the internet, who made her feel bad. And the woman went and killed herself and whatnot. And it was a very, very sad story. How uh, This woman was under depression. She ended up uh, killing herself and whatnot at a very young age. So Mercedes Monet paid the tribute by coming out uh, pretty much, uh, you know, uh, you know, paying her tribute with the, with the style, the same way uh, Kimura used to come out with the with the big ro- robe and the, the mask that looked like an oxygen mask. Uh, so she paid tribute to that. Also, uh, Mercedes Monet also received a message from Triple H ahead of the uh, New Japan debut, uh, which uh, pretty much I think, you know, that's kind of cool because, I mean, you can't blame... You know, uh, Triple H for her leaving. You could play more, you know, uh, you know, uh, Vince McMahon and the nonsense that these people go. She got, she said she received text messages from both Triple H and William Regal before she embarked on the next stage of her career. You know, and uh, she said uh, she at midnight she got a very nice text from Triple H. She said, still crazy, and I got an amazing text from William Regal this morning which I guess it was this morning. But that match that that Mercedes Monet had with Kyrie yesterday was a banger. Pretty much these women know each other because they had wrestled before in WWE and whatnot. Now, it's funny how you had a lot of naysayers and a lot of haters who are the same fans in WWE that when a wrestler leaves to another company they don't wish them luck they wish them death that's that's, that's the way the wwe universe of fans are some some of the majority of them so they they were like i mean when mercedes monet uh you know debuted at wrestle kingdom 17 everybody was like oh you know she didn't get the pop like i don't know who i think it was waller or some clown in nxt and whatnot uh you know or someone that's in WWE, oh, he, you know, this person got better pop. You know, it goes to show you that the person who said this is an idiot, number one. Because number two, 
is, you know, well, number one, uh, Japan didn't uh, allow fans to cheer because they still had the COVID protocol. They weren't allowed to cheer. They allowed to clap and whatnot. So that's number one. Number two, you know what I'm saying? If this person who made this comment will know that they, the Japanese fans don't react to everything like we do here in the States. So that goes to show you that some people like to talk out of the ass instead of, you know, doing their research, knowing that in Japan that they don't get reactions like we do here in the United States. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that Mercedes Martinez went and, you know, debuted in Wrestle Kingdom 17 was great. Uh, it looked weird because she, you know, WWE, uh, former WWE star going into New Japan felt weird. But last night she came out and she had a bang of a match with Kyrie and ended up winning the IWGP Women's World Championship. She even took a power bomb through a table, okay, from Kyrie. This match was awesome. These women went at it. There was no botch. They know each other very well when they wrestle and whatnot. So now my question is, is she going to show up at AEW? I highly doubt it now. See, the only way I would have said that she probably would have showed up at AEW was if she would have not won the IWGP Women's World Title. Now, I'm going to explain to you why. First of all, why would Ky- uh, why would uh, Mercedes Monet show up at AEW and get involved in the feud that's about to start? You, you already see that they're setting it up real good with the originals of AEW Women's Division against the Outsider, which is right now Tony Storm, Soraya. Uh, you could probably add Ruby Soho. She will, she will probably end up being there. Uh, and then, so that leaves... Dr. Britt Baker with Jamie Hayter by herself because Ruby Soho is going to jump over unless Jay Carhill joins that group and there'll be a three-on-three somewhere, either uh, a revolution and whatnot because, you know, that's the way I'm looking at it. Thunder Rosa is coming back soon. So if Thunder Rosa is going to come back soon, you know, she could be part of that, you know. You have Thunder Rosa, Jamie Hayter, and Britt Baker teaming up now you're gonna say but Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa don't get along and behind the scene well that got squashed this week they had a meeting with the female division and they kind of has the the hard feelings and all that so that could happen but why would Sasha Bank go in there join Tony Storm join Soraya join Ruby Soho and whatnot and be part of all this so I don't see I don't see uh you know, Mercedes Monet going to AEW at all. You know what I'm saying? Because now she's just won the world title. Now she's going to back, back to Japan and she's going to be part of stardom because now she's the big dog in stardom. You know what I'm saying? No pun intended. You know what I'm saying? She's the world champion. Now she's in stardom. She gets to wrestle all these Japanese re- female wrestlers and whatnot. And now it pretty much shuts down all these fans who say, oh, she's just doing this for now. She's going to end up going back to WWE. And she's not going back to WWE. And, 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 and the one thing I can say, though, Bailey was in the crowd in San Jose. But that's Bailey's town. She is from San Jose. So she went to support uh, 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 Mercedes Monet. You know what I'm saying? Well, the same way she was in Japan when she joined with FTR. Uh, they took pictures in Japan. So, you know, and, and it is cool. I mean, and I'm seeing now that it looks like WWE is letting a lot of these wrestlers um, loose, let them, you know, show up in certain areas and whatnot. Yes, they're going to get caught in the cameras and all that. I mean, it's the same thing with Cody Rhodes when he was at the Royal Rumble. Ricky Starks was in the back. And though Cody Rhodes was like, well, I hope he doesn't get in trouble. You know what you're doing, Cody. Let's stop that. That's that's another thing, you know. Um, I don't trust Cody Rhodes. I feel like Cody Rhodes is like a secret agent for WWE. He's probably getting into the ears of all these AEW guys. Who knows? I'm just talking. I'm just saying, you know. I may, you know, I, I don't know. I don't trust him at all. But 
But um, but Mercedes Monet going to AEW, highly doubt it. She's not going to WWE, I'll tell you that much. She's going to run with this women's championship in Japan, and she'll, she'll put whatever. And, I mean, if she comes to AEW, it will be right after she finishes up with the stardom stuff. I don't know how long it is. She's the world champion. Now, the only thing that I wasn't too happy about was the fact that Kyrie Zane uh, was a champion for what? For two months? Because she won the belt at Historic X in, I think, in November. So she had the belt for like two or three months. And her first title defense, she loses this to Mercedes Monet. You know? I don't know if they did that because they figured, well, at the end, maybe later on down the line, Kyrie will be her again for the belt. I could see her do that. But, you know, I mean, and, it was, and, they, and they had a great match. And p- people were chanting, you know, this is awesome. I mean, I listen, I saw Mercedes Monet at Sasha Bank versus Bailey at the cage. It was 2014, 2015. Um, and they had a great, that's one of her best matches he ever had. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, again, I don't, I don't blame her for leaving for WWE. I don't blame her at all. They ain't treat her right. Every time she had the world title, they would take the belt away from her. She only lasted like a month, sometimes a week as champion. They did not respect this young lady as a wrestler. Okay? They did not respect her. She had the tag team belt. Not once, twice. Once with Bailey. Okay? And I believe, uh, I think she had the belt with Naomi. Now, Naomi is not coming back to WWE. So it goes to show you. Some of these wrestlers leave WWE and they become successful. Now you're gonna come and say, "Oh, the WWE title is prestige and all that." Well, the title, the WWE titles in WWE are not prestige because they treat them like shit. Okay, they treat those belts like shit. Okay, because right now you got Roman Reigns with both of those belts. Now there's rumors he go with, "Oh, he's gonna lose one of the belts." They're gonna no, because when he won the the world title, he unified the belts. So it's two belts. Okay, and unless the way I look at it, you know, the way I look at it, I could see, um, you know, um, Cody Rhodes winning the belt from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and they're gonna go and bring out the old school, the wing, the wing belt. I can see that happening, but I am off topic. But again, Mercedes Monet did a wonderful job last night as a champion, as a uh, challenger, won the belt. I was happy for her, and the, and the show respect after the match shows you that, you know what, she loves the business. She She's happy where she's at right now. She's going to have a lot of challenges ahead, and, you know, people can't get mad about that. So it is what it is, and we'll see where she's going to go. I don't know if she's going to show up this Wednesday at, uh, you know, AEW. I mean, I predicted that she will, but... I guess, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. So we'll be right back with more The Choke Slam Wrestling Report. Here we go. back so let's talk about last night between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn that now that match shows what Sami Zayn was all about um uh, I was I'm happy that they gave him a standing ovation uh I mean forget let, let's put it this way Friday when he came out on the crowd for Montreal the night before the elimination chamber he got a reception a Hulk Hogan reception, if you could say. And he was crying in the ring. I mean, there's not a lot of wrestlers out there that get that type of reception where they actually break down in the ring and cry. And you could tell that he enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, Every minute of these people giving him the, the adulation, 
and the recognition and the acknowledgement of his accomplishments in WWE and outside of WWE. They were chanting the Henrico chant, uh, and he pretty much was ready for his match against Roman Reigns. His match in Roman Reigns was a back-and-forth thing. You see Roman Reigns was pretty much kind of dominating the match. And if it wasn't until uh, Roman Reigns was about to hit uh, Sami Zayn with the chair and uh, Jay Uso came in. And again, Roman Reigns telling Jay Uso hit Sami Zayn with the chair. Jay Uso hesitated and Roman Reigns did the same thing to Jay Uso that he did Sami Zayn, and that was smushed his face one or two times. What leads me to believe that the bloodline storyline and the bloodline itself will be over after WrestleMania. I see the Usos turning on Roman Reigns, and I see it a mile away. And now you're probably saying to yourself, how do I know this? What makes me believe that? Well, number one, Kevin Owens is back in the picture. And Kevin Owens helped, uh, even though Sami Zayn lost his match against Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens appeared again and kind of helped Roman Reigns uh, get the Luva, the Luva kick, whatever that, that, that move that Sami Zayn caught. But you see, you saw Sami Zayn's back was just a bloody mess. He had cuts in his back from the chair shots that uh, Roman Reigns did to him. Uh, but that goes to show you that I be- I believe somewhere down the line they're gonna have Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso conflict because Jay you know is gets along with Sami Zayn they're gonna have their match against uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and then somewhere down the line WrestleMania the Usos are gonna lose the belts something's gonna happen with the Usos. Either Jimmy, uh, most likely Jay, is going to turn on Roman Reigns and the whole bloodline will be over. Okay? Now, the reason I'm saying that is because people are too, too invested in this storyline, which it should, should, because it's the best storyline that, you know, um, that the uh, WWE has going right now, you know? And that is the... The Usos, the bloodline, the whole scenario, the whole thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, the thing is, the way I look at it is what's going to happen once this storyline is over? What is WWE going to do? You know what I'm saying? What are their, what are their plans? What, what are they going to do? And this is the one part that I talked about that the, uh, you know, that the Jay White coming in the possibility of coming in now is probably a 90% that he is coming in. Uh, will be taking over as the biggest heel. After I think once Roman Reigns loses the belt, I think he's going to take a break. I think the man's going to take a break. I mean, I don't see him beating Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? I don't. And if he does, I don't know what the, the hell the WWE is doing. To put it that way. Because you can't continue with this bloodline storyline. It has come to the to already to the conclusion. You know what I'm saying? It's getting juicy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, last night, the fact that, again, Kevin Owens is back, and he, uh, and it looks like Zami Zayn and Kevin Owens will team up to wrestle the Usos at WrestleMania, and that's the only way the Usos should lose those belts at WrestleMania. Not at Raw, not at SmackDown, nowhere else but WrestleMania. And that would be the one where they're going to turn on Roman Reigns, especially the way Roman Reigns marched Jay Uso last night. He did the same thing to Jay Uso that he did to Sami Zayn at the Rumble. He mushed him. He was like, you know, he played them. He punked them. You know what I'm saying? And then Sami Zayn ended up spearing Jay Uso by mistake because Roman Reigns got out the way. But that's gonna right there, they're gonna that's gonna show now Jay Uso is gonna feel like he got betrayed by Sami Zayn. And this is gonna lead off to a tag team match between these two tag teams at WrestleMania. You know, but Sami Zayn deserved every minute of his uh, appreciation by the crowd in Montreal on Friday. The the what they did 
where they gave him the opportunity for him to get acknowledged again last night after his match. And Kevin Owens just left. He left him in the ring, and he deserved it. But the crazy part of his back, Sami Zayn's back, I saw a picture on Twitter. His back was just chair shots were vicious. Those chair shots were real vicious. It was crazy. But Sami Zayn, you know, deserves every minute. That guy should have been. I mean, they 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 weren't. This is what I'm talking about, and what I was saying in the beginning of this podcast is how they treat wrestlers who they didn't build outside of WWE. They treat them like garbage. And Sami Zayn has been one of those guys that he's been treated like garbage for years. He this is his best best storyline he has ever had. You know what I'm saying? With the bloodline. He had some great matches with Kevin Owens when he first came in. Those those matches with him and Kevin Owens were classics. But after that, you know, he hasn't done a lot. You know, he had this conspiracy theory going on. He even mentioned AEW one time at a, at a promo. You know what I'm saying? But he has, doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. And that is one of my biggest problems when it comes to WWE. You know, they act like there's no other wrestling company in the world that exists. It's WWE, you know? You know? And the people are gonna be like, oh, they make the most money. Shut the hell up with a, with the money, because if you're not, you don't have stocks on them. You should just be quiet and zip your mouth. Simple as that. You know what I'm saying? The other biggest company because they've been around for sixty years, Brainiacs. You know what I'm saying? They've been they've been around before. You know, you was a gleam in your father's eye. So you can say whatever you want. At the end of the day, again, WWE doesn't know how to treat their wrestlers, okay, especially those that come outside. Of WWE, they made their name outside of WWE. You know what I'm saying? That is one of the reasons why I'm worried about Jay White. That's one of the reasons why I wasn't too fucking happy when uh, Killer Cross or Karrion Cross now signed with WWE. And I made a, a a podcast about it when I said, "Will this be something that Karrion Cross will regret?" And he's regretting it right now because he went back again for the second time, all because it's a uh, Triple H, you know. And we all know that Vince McMahon has his hand on some of the fingerprints on some of this storyline. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Okay? Nobody can tell me otherwise. Okay? Now, people would say, oh, you got so much hate with WWE. I don't have hate. It's disappointment. Okay? Because every time it looks like they're turning the corner and they're going to make me invest myself in watching WWE, they do something stupid. And in reality, if I think about it, you know, I've been more looking at more WWE, but it's because of the bloodline storyline. It's not because of anything else. I don't care about, you know, uh, uh, Trish Stratus coming back with 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 Lita to to help uh, uh, Becky Lynch. Don't care about that. Don't care about Charlotte. Don't care about Sonya Deville. Don't care about Liv Morgan. Don't care about Raquel Rodriguez because they are killing that girl. Okay, I don't care about none of these people. Okay, all I care is about right now the storyline is the bloodline storyline. After that, who knows? I might get invested. And that depends where Jay White is at. You know what I'm saying? With the Carrying Cross storyline, I don't care for Carrying Cross. Not that I don't care. I just don't care where he goes at because they're not doing nothing with him. Put him in a situation with him and Roman Reigns. I was like, yeah, they go put him against their Roman Reigns, even if he Roman may beat him. It's it's a, it's a good storyline. They didn't do that. They put him against Drew McIntyre. You know what I'm saying? And Drew McIntyre, he's I. You know what I'm saying? He's I. He's not someone that I'm like crazy about because I'm not. You know, this guy. He, he, when he was the champion, a uh, pandemic champion, he was a history teacher. That's what he was. You know, ridiculous. Anyway, we'll be right back with more uh, Choke Slam Wrestling Report. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Jada Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid, and you're listening to the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. And we're back with the conclusion of this podcast. And let's talk a little bit of 
uh, AEW stuff. So you guys know that AEW announced uh, that on Wednesday, Tony Khan has a big announcement. Now, I have no clue what is the announcement. It's probably going to be probably some Ring of Honor. I don't know if they're going to talk about that Ring of Honor started taping again. But I don't think that's a big news because that was already in the dirt sheets and a lot of stuff. So I have no idea what is it that they have, you know, um, planned or what the announcement is. Unless they're going to say they're going to work more. They're going to work more dates with New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, or other promotions. But I don't know what it is. All I know is one thing, though. Triple A promotion, the wrestling uh, uh, in Mexico. I noticed one thing that I that I don't know if anybody has been talking about, and the one thing was that uh, they stripped the mixed tag team belts away from Ty Conti or whatever her name is and Sammy Guevara. Then right after that, if you notice, they put. Uh, Dragon Lee and uh, the other guy, I forgot his name, uh, to beat FTR, and then Dragon Lee announced that he was going to WWE, uh, which I find it real stupid. Then to top it off, there was uh, um, something that came out of Conan, out of other places, was he had an issue with Kanuska Takesta of doing the Eddie Guerrero uh, wiggle with his shoulders, and he said that he's not allowed to do that in a wrestling match because he's not Mexican. Uh, that was the most racist, racist comment I ever heard anybody say in a podcast. And I believe I spoke about this podcast bullcrap with these old wrestlers, these has-beens. They are using platforms to, you know, to dish out the, the toxic comments and, and and the stupidity, you know, it's bad enough that the wrestling community is toxic and you got these old ass uh, wrestlers and, and, and has-beens using the platforms to send out more toxic uh, comments. And it was ridiculous seeing that from Conan. Now, Conan, uh, like I said before, I used to really look up to him as far as a wrestler, Mexican wrestler, and to top it over, yeah, he's not even Mexican. He's half Cuban, half Puerto Rican. So who is you to tell someone that they can't use the Eddie Guerrero shimmy and whatnot because that person is not Mexican? So what are you going to tell to Sasha Bank, who did the three, almost did the three amigos last night, or Mercedes Monet, let me correct that, who did the th almost the three amigos on Kyrie Zine last night and did the, sh the, 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 shim the shimmy, are you going to say that she, can't, she couldn't use it because she's not Mexican? Which is the most stupidest comment i ever heard you know what i'm saying and then he tried to backpedal when miro out of all out of all places uh pretty much uh shouted him out and put him in the spot then conan went in reverse and said oh i was just joking no, no it was no joke buddy that's no joke you made a racist comment and now you was backpedaling and the funny thing is that you had some of these wrestling fans who went and tried to support conan or what he said and they try to go out the mirror but there was a very small percentage but they goes to show you you got stupid wrestling fans who actually uh, uh will go and you know defend this you know what i'm saying and, and, and i call them stupid because you know what you know better you know better if you if you support stuff toxic stuff like that you don't even belong in, in twitter or anything like that because it's stupid it doesn't make no sense you know, first of all, you questioning somebody's uh, heritage and where they come from and why they can't do the Eddie Guerrero shimmy. Man, you're a dumbass. There's no other way to put it. And this is why your podcast, nobody really listens to it. Okay? You and Disco Inferno, both of you. Disco Inferno is another clown who goes and, and starts talking about wrestlers when this guy was never never main event in nothing. He was, a, he was a jobber. He was nobody. He tried to make a name for himself in Impact Wrestling and TNA the first couple of with Vince Russo out of all places. Come on. Glenn Gaberti, you're a clown too. So that 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 was one thing there. And then um the one th another thing that came up to my my, my mind that uh, um 
that uh, as far as AEW is concerned, uh, the storyline with um, MJF and whatnot, uh, you know, it's 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 with 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 Brian Danielson. That that storyline is getting good, better and better as it goes. Um, they also AEW had um, announced that they're gonna have now uh, John Moxley versus Adam Page. I think it's a lights out match. I could be, it could be, or last man standing. So they announced that. They also announced uh, that the acclaim is going to be part of a four way tag team match at Revolution against the Gun Club. So that was also announced. Um, let me double check real quick here because I know AEW. Uh, they 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 show last week. Um, uh, so uh. Brian Danielson pretty much called out MJF as a coward, which you know it is what it is. Then they had a Texas Tornado match. This this match in AEW, I mean, it, it's getting crazier and crazier. But Moxley again bled, pretty much. Uh, you know, um, goes to show you that um, you know, it's, it's this guy never stops bleeding. But so was uh, Prince Advance. Prince Advance was busted open. And the guys, you know who Prince Advance, that's 10. They used to be part of the Dark Order. Uh, this was a crazy match. And Moxley using a change uh, and a Juji Katami on Preston to make him tap uh, after that. I know that at one part um, in the back, uh, uh, you know, Adam Page was in the back. He got attacked by Butcher and the Blade. And Kid Sabian in the back. So that pretty much um I set up the for the match later on tonight. Josh Wood wrestled Mark Briscoe. Briscoe hit the froggy ball to pin Josh Wood. Adam Cole did an interview. Uh Christopher Daniel comes out and the MJF promo and he gets kicked in the nuts by MJF because he tried to pay uh Christopher Daniel to talk bad about Brian Danielson. Uh and Brian Danielson came out to uh, help uh, Christopher Daniels. The Gunk Club was another promo. The Jungle Bull versus Brian Cage. This match was pretty good. Uh, but Christian came back. Christian is back. He hit the kill switch on uh, Jungle Boy on the ramp. Uh, Type Flight and AR Fire Silence the Elite again for Rampage. They ended up losing that match. Adam Page and Kip Sabian uh, pretty much uh, this match. Page wins the match by hitting the dead eye. Still focused on Mox. That Moxley and the BCC came out. So did Dark Order came out. Um, so and Page wasn't happy to see the Dark Order and Evil Uno. Evil Uno challenged Moxley for I uh, think a match. So I think it's next week they're gonna go after. Uh, Tony uh, Starks, uh, Ricky Starks wants to have another match with the J uh, with Jericho. The Jazz denied him that. Then they had the Storm, Storm versus Soho versus Baker. Uh, Soho won the match, but she's in the middle of a bad situation because they're still with this um, how to, who's to side she's going to choose. So she wins the match, but not much. Uh, also, Tony Khan uh, talked about Brian Danielson in the G1. Will be great, but it, it'd be hard for him to disappear from AEW. And he's talking about, you know, uh, you know potentially... You know, he said this. He said this in a, a, a premium in the Clint Parker and was asked about Brian Dennis potentially competing in the G1 Climax tournament. He said, To be honest, I think it would be great in many ways, but Brian Danielson is quite, but Brian Dennis is quite possible could be the AEW world champion. Either way, I mean, I think it'd be hard for him to disappear from the show, especially as the AEW world champion. I'm not sure he'll be able to get away from that show that much. We'll have to see what happens here. You're coming out of revolution with MJF. Brian Dancer for the A, uh, actually MJF versus Brian Dancer for the AEW World Champion in a 60 minute Iron Man match in San Francisco March 5th. But we all know MJF is not losing that belt. Nikki Bella is confused why she gets a lot of hate in the wrestling community. Really? <laughs> I don't even know why this is even a story. This woman is, no one cares for Nikki Bella. They, first of all, she can't wrestle for being. She walks around. As the longest reigning Divas champion in history, he said, that'll never change. Of course, it'll never change because there's no more Divas belt. But they gave you that. The only reason you got that was because you were Zane John Cena, the poster boy from WWE. 
you know, and she said, it's not like we were in the Olympics and I got there and I won it. Uh, you know, it's, this woman, I don't know, these girls, I don't know why they even get any, any, any freaking clickbait, you know, attention. I, I don't know why. But anyway, so again, uh, WWE, of course, like I said, WWE uh, this week, we saw, I already spoke about WWE and what's going on in there. Now, Let's go to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, New Japan Pro Wrestling, again, like I mentioned in the beginning, after Jay White lost his match against Eddie Kingston uh, and he tried to get back up and get on the microphone, he got hit from behind with a shillelagh by David Finley. Now, first of all, New Japan, I don't know where they're going with David Finley. David Finley was showing signs of heel when he was in New Japan Strong. Now, he was dressed all in black. It was just a sign of him probably being Bullet Club. Uh, as far as Bullet Club is concerned, I don't know what's going to happen with Bullet Club for the simple fact they don't have a leader anymore because Jay White is no longer in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And even the only way he'd be still become the a, uh, New Japan's uh, Pro Wrestling, um, actually, Bullet Club's leader is if he goes to AEW because... AEW still works with New Japan Pro Wrestling. But it will make no sense, like I said earlier. So is David Finley the next guy who's going to take over Bullet Club or Bullet Club is dead? I mean, think about it. Kenta just won the New Japan Strong uh, strong Champion, the, the Openweight Strong Champion. He became, by being Fred Rossi yesterday at Battle of the Valley. Kenta's the champion. Kenta's at, he's Bullet Club. Now, my thing is, is he going to be the leader of Bullet Club? Which I doubted because him and Evil had issues a couple of years ago with, you know, the House of Torture, which is the sec group of Bullet Club. Now, my question is, who's going to be the leader of Bullet Club with three months left for the 10th anniversary of Bullet Club? Who is going to be the leader? You know what I'm saying? So that is a good question. Uh, and the 10th anniversary coming up on May 1st and why not? So... With David Finley now taking on as the, the the top heel as a gauging top heel, that's a non-Japanese wrestler. Uh, that's what they call him, gauging. Uh, I don't see him as I don't know. I, I will have to get used to it. I like his little promo he did, and the reason I again I said because these two got him and Jay White, where the top lions uh in 2015-16. They used to open up the show, kickoff shows, and they used to wrestle each other. So why not pass the baton to David Finley? And when after all, Japan don't really have a top heel besides Will Osprey. Will Osprey, you know, um, Will Osprey right now he could be the, the 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 big guy in New Japan and you know take it to that level and whatnot, and um, pretty much just be the top heel, but. With the United Empire, you know, growing and growing, and then you know they're working relation with Red Pro, you know, other promotions. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with Bullet Club. I don't know what's the deal with David Finley now being the top heel, whatnot. Because I'm telling, you, I did not expect that. When I saw somebody hit Jay White from behind, I'm like, who the hell is that? Because he had a hood on, a black, a black hood, a black hoodie on, and then it's it was David Finley. And I'm like, what the hell? And it's shocking. So it's like, you know, it's right now, it's very so much confusion going on in wrestling. It's like all this stuff happened, and now everything is in confusing stage. Now we don't know where Jay White's going to go. If he's going to WWE, most likely he is going to WWE because I don't see him going to AEW. Again, it doesn't make sense of him going to AEW when he just lost to Eddie Kingston. Who's in AEW? You know what I'm saying? Impact, he's not going to impact because Impact wasn't able to do shit with him. And I think the only thing they did good was when he betrayed Tamatanga. Speaking of Tamatanga, he mentioned that WWE is knocking on his door hard for him to come, even though he's the never open weight champion. You know what I'm saying? So, again, WWE is waiting for all these wrestlers that their contracts are over in Japan and, you know, uh, they're taking these wrestlers away from New Japan. They can't, you know, and it depends on the wrestlers they want to stay in Japan. Right now, Okada still being the world champion right now in Japan is game boring. I'm sorry to say it. I know Okada is one of the great wrestlers over there, 
but it's, 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 it's boring. It's becoming boring because the guy has held a bell I don't know how many times already. And he's trying to push him as the next Antonio Inoki. He is no Antonio Inoki. He's not. Tony Inoki, nobody, they will never be another Antonio Inoki. You know what I'm saying? They will never be a Tatsumi Fujinami. They will never be a great Muda. You know what I'm saying? So Okada is up there, but, you know, I, I don't know what they do in Japan. I don't know. If they really, really want to make it international, they, that they need to bring that New Japan strong back in the States and let other wrestlers come in, challenge Okada. Because, I mean, last night main event, again, Okada versus Tanahashi. How many times are we going to watch that? I'm, not, I'm tired of watching Tanahashi. Tanahashi, you know, you know, he's a good wrestler, but he's slowing down as the year's going. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Okada just beat uh, 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 Shingo Takaji at the at New Beginnings. So who is there for Okada to face as, a, you know, as a top heel? There's nobody now besides Osprey, and he's beating Osprey all the time. Osprey can never beat Okada in Japan, and I don't know why, but they can. He can never beat Okada. I don't know why. And Osprey is like the biggest heel right now in Japan. Now with David Finley might t- try to take over, but they better do some good work because I don't know. I don't know, but that is it for me today, guys. I, I pretty much covered everything. Uh, again, very disappointed today to wake up knowing that. There's a possibility that, you know, Jay White is joining the WWE. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, well, you know, give it a chance. I don't get WWE no freaking chance at all. This, and this is coming from someone who's been watching WWE since I was four, okay? I don't trust WWE. I will never trust WWE and will never trust WWE because I know every time you fans who've watched WWE who are happy that these wrestlers go to your company, I'm always right. You name me a wrestler that has done besides AJ Styles that for the last seven years has become something big. Now, the only reason they're giving the belt again, they're going to give the belt to Cody Rose is because of his father. Once that flavor of the month is over, his reign will be over, and God knows who they will give the belt to. Shit, I'd be surprised if Jay White wins the belt. I mean, as soon as he come in. I'll be surprised. If they do, then I'll, I'll be like, okay, maybe they are doing changes. But right now, we'll see. But like I said, this is this is uh, my prediction, like I said, is, you know, um, Jay White, if he doesn't show up at Revolution in a couple of weeks, he's going to WWE. Revolution is one of the biggest pay-per-view for uh, AEW. He does not show up. It's over. He is not no longer in the indie scene. He's going to WWE. So that is it for me, guys. Again, you guys want to follow me on social media. You follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And Facebook got me on Facebook jail. I'm tired of that damn social media. I'm tired of Mark Zuckerberg and his clone and his clowns talking about community standards when yet they put uh, toxic videos and you make one comment and they put you in jail. So I won't be able to, you know, share my podcast on Facebook this week because of this stupid, uh, you know, restriction on my account now. But if you guys want to follow my my account, you can still follow it. You can still get in there. Y'all guys can get in there. I can't get in there until probably next week. Uh, so you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, again, you guys can also follow my store, tcwr.veryinkpressive.com. That's tcwr.veryinkpressive.com. If you guys want to check out the merchandise, listen, you can go to Twitter. It's pinned on my Twitter account. You see it right there. You got the link. You can click it. Support the podcast, support what I do, share my podcast to your friends or anybody who's interesting and listening to what I bring. And again, I just don't cover WWE because a lot of these podcasters out here, they love covering WWE. That's their bread and butter. I cover everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, Impact and NWA, I don't cover because there's nothing really to talk about. Let's be realistic. Impact, Impact right now, I mean, they are suffering big time. They're viewing. Uh, the viewing is very low. They haven't hit 220 viewers since God knows when. 
and NWA, ha, I won't even bother with that. So until then, guys, be safe, be well, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Oh my God.